Hey everyone, this is Thomas with my co-host Roy, and you're listening to the Retrospect and Throwback, or the RNT Podcast. Join us as we take a look at and discuss all things pop culture, arts, music, and lifestyles alike, from ancient times to recent times. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of RNT. I am Thomas. And I am Roy. Welcome, everyone, back. Uh, glad to be back from a small break. <laughs> yeah, just a sm- we had a bit of a break in between the last two. A lot of life, life stuff occurring still, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I think compared to last week, I, be- I believe we went a little bit deeper into some different things. So I think we like to just try and uh, be a little bit more spontaneous this episode. It's kind of yeah. like we're having some irregular thinking, right? So Yeah, last episode we went dark to love style. Or maybe, or maybe George Michael, like Careless Whispers. I'm really sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, so, hopefully, so. hopefully, hopefully, we won't get this thing doesn't get down. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. So basically, uh, in the past two episodes, we were trying to like go off like a general, not really a script, but we had like a basic kind of like a board of like a list of ideas, a list of different topics that were going on. And so this this episode, we tried it. We're deciding to to try something a bit more improv. Like we're just kind of thinking on the spot, and if this goes well, then it does. But if not, we'll kind of we'll see how this incorporates into a bit of it. So. True, think, true. What, what was it? What, what were we doing before we started in? We started just thinking about some weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking about weird stuff. We talked about my pet being an unusual one, or at least on my point of view. Uh, then we talked about dreams. Dreaming like you go to school and or university and uh, you don't realize you're in your underwear. <laughs> yeah, good stuff right there. <laughs> You ever had like um? You ever had the dream where you like, <clears throat> you think you like you didn't fall asleep in class, but then like because like you think like, okay, this one's weird. Like I had a, I had time where I was like in one of my classes, and mm-hmm. like I still listen, I still heard the like professor and everything speaking to me, and I was like listening to it, but then I thought I was actually awake and like fully doing the work, and then it turns out I was actually dead asleep on top of the desk. <laughs> <laughs> But then I woke up, and then t- and then the professor is like, "Hey, you, like, like, uh, you know, you Thomas, uh, tell me, um, what did you do? What do you do with this video when you convert it?" And then I just said it out loud, and th- and then he's just like, "Oh, that's that's right." And then like, <laughs> and then, like the guys beside me is like, "Dude, how'd you know that?" I was like, "I, I had a dream. <laughs> I had a dream that I was learning this." It's like, "Oh, dude, you dream about school?" It's like, "Look, man." Sometimes you just don't know, right? <laughs> hey, like, the mind is a big Marvel thing. Like, you can, some trick I have done myself is actually, like, if I cannot solve something, then I will tell before to go to sleep to my, my brain. So, okay, brain, mind, I need the answer for this tomorrow. And not all, not all the times, but a lot of the times, I do get the answer in my dreams. So it's, it's very interesting, right? What what, yeah. what, can, what things can do when you're like in that sort of state. I think there's also there's also times where like um, when you're like I think I think I think I don't remember where this happened, but I remember I was like 
asleep on the couch once and then my friends are having a conversation else elsewhere and then like uh i woke up and then i i i was basically reiterating what they were talking about they're like how the, how the hell did you know that it's like i don't know i just i, I just heard it or somehow it's like i thought you were <laughs> like we heard you sleeping you heard you snoring though it's like yeah that's right <laughs> nice. so I, think, I think that's the thing where it's like just because you're asleep doesn't mean like you you won't be able to they won't uh, just because you're asleep doesn't mean they can't hear you in huh. some there's some there's some cases to that right i guess it really depends right, right. from person to person usually when i'm like a deep sleeper though I, like i like everything exits out of my mind so it's just like you could tell me anything and i would not even know what you just said oh no if i'm in deep sleep like for some reason i am aggressive when i'm sleeping so like i churn and actually hit something <laughs> and uh, i remember my roommate uh, before uh, we move to the present place where we are she will be sleeping in another room but she, uh, she will be like beside my room and my bed will be between like on the wall that connects to her room so whenever i will turn i will just like hit hard the the wall <laughs> i will wake her up like boom <laughs> oh my god <laughs> And then the the next day, so I will have like bruises on on my hand. Like for example, like I don't know if you can see it or no one can see it, but like I have small bruise here, and that's actually that's actually from hitting the wall. Oh my gosh! Wow, that is crazy. <laughs> but it's just like I don't know. I think maybe like I'm running, or I do know that sometimes I dream a lot. I dream a lot about <laughs> being like in an action movie or an action game. Oh yeah. And I do like a lot of like action games, like uh, that you have to run and all the stuff. So like, uh, I think maybe my body reacts the same way if I have to turn or hit someone. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so I guess I just go to the wall, bah! and then like I wake up everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's definitely the case when it comes to like dreams where you're a lot more physical. You can you tend to like tend to just kind of move with it. I like. I don't, I can't, I can never say for sure. Like, I, I don't know if I'm someone who moves in his sleep a lot. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe not, maybe not as aggressively, but I know I still roll around a lot, but like in my dreams, I'm still out doing things. But like when I'm, when I, when I know when I'm, tr when I try to sleep first, I always try to make sure I'm in the, like as still of a position as I can, because I don't want to, I don't want the blanket to fall off of me. And then I wake up for like cold or something, but I think uh -huh. it really depends on the dream itself. When I have, if the dream I have is a lot more like, it's an intense situation and I am like fighting for my life, then that blanket's just going to come right off, man. <laughs> and it'll be yeah. like the worst thing, you know, you're left at a, I'm like fighting the big boss. And then like, then like some, I'm in a bad situation and then he's about to kill me. And then like, suddenly I wake up and I'm like, why am I so cold? <laughs> it's like, who's that boss? And then like, I, you know, you wake up and you're like, damn it. I wanted to know what happened next. <laughs> And you try like I have tried to force myself to sleep, like to come back. <laughs> and then you want to know what happens next, and you still try to fall asleep, but then you can't fall asleep again. And then you try and remember what happened in that dream, but then it's like once and, you wake and you up, you start actually you start forgetting. Yeah, then you're just like, damn it, I don't know what happened now. It's just like it's so strange. Just like, like something about this thing about a stream is so abstract, and if you don't write it down right away, then it's like yeah, or you don't know. Or maybe like the other one, like, uh, well, action, you go to the opposite way where you have uh, the best dream of your life. Like you're having the best time of your life. You meet the girl, like the girl loves you, like everything's perfect. 
And then when in the moment she's going to tell you that she loves you or her name comes up, like you wake up. So you don't know her name. You know how she looks, but you don't know her name, nor if she if she loves you or not. You're like, no, I want you. <laughs> you wake up and you're like, I didn't get your name. <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> Three whole months with her and I didn't know her name. <laughs> Oh, actually, you know what? Speaking of like the months thing, do you ever feel like um, <clears throat> do you ever feel like some dreams just like go on for way longer than others? Yes, yes, yes. Like uh, an example for me, I have dreamed that like I have dreamed something about like that it lasted me like at least weeks or at least one month or two. So like maybe for me, it's like. In my dream time, th- during those hours, like for me, that lasted so long. Like, it's so was crazy, like, right? Yeah, like you think you see the future, <laughs> or have you have you ever what is it called seen the future in your dream? Like you dream about something. Oh, you know what? I don't get that from my dreams as often, but I do get that just when I'm awake. Like I get like brief visions of certain mm-hmm. things. I don't know why this happens. It's like, I'm not trying to say I'm like a psychic or anything, but it has been a weird side effect that's been occurring mm-hmm. with me since I was young. I think I think I had a bad habit of staring into the light. I'll just be like, and then like <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> All of a sudden, like whenever I did blinking, it like, I just kind of blinked for some reason. I sent ended up seeing like some sort certain point in the future, but it's nothing like the, the thing. It's not like it's not like what you see in like movies or TV shows mm-hmm. where you like see a very important event occur. You just see like a split second of like somewhere, some location, but there's like nothing really of importance happening. You just see it. You just mm-hmm. see like what you were doing in that like what's happening in that scenario, and then like it's like it happens and then you like you don't think i don't think about this for a while but then like once i actually go into that certain event then like then i actually it hits me when i take another blink i think it hits me like i saw this before and so like i think one of the one example i had like because there's so many to name but one specific example i had was when i was like i had i had a vision ish where i was just walking down walking at the stampede the, the Calgary Stampede, right? There was yeah. just like, it was just, it was nothing significant. It was just, I was walking through like the, um, it's like the area where they have all like the prizes and the games. I just, it was just walking through there. It was only, I, this, this vision I had was maybe only like one or two seconds of walking through that. And it was so weird. Cause like, I think in 22 years ago when I was just at the Stampede with my friends and walking down there, that was the exact same location that I, had division of and i just like i like i thought about it for a moment i was just like whoa that was weird i saw like i feel like i saw this already and so like those are like the kind yeah it's it's like it's actually like a sort of well it's it's like a reverse deja vu right it's not like i've seen this before but it's like i saw this coming kind of thing wow it's 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 super bizarre and like and i never actually really explained i never really told this to anybody because everyone's like you can see the future that's okay buddy it's just like no it's just like (laughs) it's just weird moments that's just like that weird pointless moments that i just see for some reason it just occurs and it's like it was super just it was super jarring like to say Mm -hmm. the least yeah for me um well once i was daydreaming and and uh 
I dreamed that I was working someplace. I, I don't know in the moment. I don't have in my mind the, the company, but I was working in someplace. And then, and then uh, the, to explain the background back then, um, my mother was pregnant with my little sister. And uh, well, uh, there was the excitement of her and everything. But like, I didn't think about that that much. But one day I was just daydreaming and then I saw a little girl coming from the door, like black hair, pink jacket, little boots and all, like all excited with like a lighter skin than mine. And she will be saying, hermanito. Hermanito means like little brother or it's like a sweet way to call a big brother, like that you, you care about him, right? Right. And I will see her and all, and she will have like the same curly hair as me, like when uh, when I had more more hair. <laughs> now, now I feel like I'm balding. So like yeah. <laughs> when I had more hair, <laughs> el hombre tenía tenía cabello. The guy had hair. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> Either way. So I remember that, right? Yeah. And and it was just a split second, like you said, daydreaming, no. But the, for me, it was not so much the image of the girl, but the feeling of the girl that gave me that one feeling, that, that special feeling that you say, like, okay, this only this person can give me this feeling. Years later, after my sister is born and all, she has developed her personality and everything. But by coincidence, coincidence, she has the same personality that that daydream gave me. Whoa. So that feeling, the daydream that I had of my little sister, that is actually what my little sister gives me, that same feeling. Wow. So like, like I believe you. If you say like visions happen, I believe you. And that's the only time in my life that has ever happened. So like I can, I don't know if it's a huge coincidence, if it's destiny or, but <laughs> I think... I think there is something to it that maybe human beings can connect to. Yeah, it's definitely, there's definitely something else to it that like you just can't really comprehend. And like, it, it's very hard to explain. It's just like, it just, it just sort of happens. I've never actually like, well, it was like, it never actually had the, I never actually talked to like a psychic before, but I felt like if I ever like wanted to talk, like, ask one and see, like tell them about these thoughts, it's like, maybe something makes sense, but I never want to pay for the service. So it's just like, eh, I mean, I'll never, I guess I'll never know now. <laughs> Have you ever actually had someone that, that says they are a professional and they can read cards to you and help you like life coach, but they'd read cards and hands to you. Um, you know what? Someone told, someone did do that to try to try this on me once when I went to, uh -huh. uh, when I went, when I was, well, funny enough, also at the stampede, like there's a there's a lady who's like you know telling us about like you know like i can see your future for a bit it's just like uh -huh. okay but i have no money on me so don't expect me to pay for anything it's like no no it's fine i will give you a free charge and just read your palm <laughs> and then she just kind of reads <laughs> my palm and everything huh? <laughs> yeah kind of with the accent and everything you know just it's very it was very stereotypical of what you'd expect and so okay. i was like i mean i'm losing nothing out of this and i don't remember what she said but she's like you know she did do the palm reading it's like okay um, I see some financial struggle. I think I think something like something like financial struggle in the future. I'm like, 
I mean, don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a trick, right? It's, so, like, they say some. Even a lot of times, you tell like you are the basically the one who's telling them mm-hmm. what you want to hear, right? And uh, like sometimes, like you can go and ask. Well, I want to see if I can get a car tomorrow or something like that, right? Yeah. And then suddenly they will tell you, "Oh, I see. Yes, you're going to get the car, but you have to work hard." Well, they said you have to work hard. That's obvious, but they told yeah. you you can get the car, so you just heard what you, you wanted to be. Yeah. You wanted to say. Yeah, it's like your brain only kind of selects certain certain things that you wanted to hear. It's just like, okay, I'm gonna get the car. But if you don't do anything, it's like if you don't do any of the hard work, it's like, well, I don't get the car. The psychic lied to me. It's like, well, because you, you only listened to part of what she said. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I'm not. And like this isn't bashing a psychic or whatever. They're just they just have a job like the rest of us. But like you know, to some degree, it's like they are basically just telling you what you need to do even if it's like it could be it could be far-fetched you know maybe it depends between Mm -hmm. different ones but like uh the talk about hearing like you know having a weird vision and stuff like it's like i can kind of believe if a psychic could be telling the truth but what they are basically saying is like you know like they you they can kind of already tell what you wanted just from like the moment that they you talk to them you know in a sense right yeah and they can be those ones who well I bet there is the various spectrums. Yeah. If the sub- supernatural is real, then they are the real ones, then they are the fake ones, right? Yeah. They are the ones that want to steal your money, so they will do whatever. And then there are the others, like you mentioned, that want to help you, right? Yeah. And I think it's, I think that's the thing. Like, the, I think like a lot of people, I think the def- absolute weirder ones are the ones who have some sort of truth to what they say or, something maybe maybe like maybe like some people will just associate like think of them as like like crazy people but like you know like there's this has to be a reason why they kind of there's they think like that in the first place right mm, right, like right maybe something did happen and it's like you know i'm you're, we're not one to judge we don't know their life right maybe something did mm-hmm. happen it's like the, it's like hey, you know, it, the, it is also like on the expression they are experts are reading i guess they are experts are reading body language if you look sad Suddenly they can say, oh, something bad happened to you. And then you will tell them like automatically we are like that. Like if someone tells you, hey, what happened? We usually start to answer that. Yeah. Like maybe you say, oh, no, I don't want to say it. And then they will tell you, it's okay. You can trust me. Like you can say it. And then you spit it out. So at the end, like you are (laughs) answering that. Like they could be telling you, well, Thomas, I see something bad happened to you. And then you will be like, oh, yeah, today I had a rough day. Yes, yes, I can see you had a rough day. Maybe something very close to you that got away. Oh, yeah, you're right. How did you know? Like, my 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 dog fractured his, his paw. Like, <laughs> then, like, the psychic is not telling you anything. You're just giving the answers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know what? Like, you know, like to go to go on that. It's like you don't even have to be a psychic sometimes. There are just people out there who are really good at reading body language, right? Like mm-hmm. and I know there I know that is a thing. There are experts on like human behavior and like like those people don't even need to be psychic. They can already tell what's wrong with you from the right, moment you right. talk, from what you're the way you're standing and expressing yourself. It's just like they know you can really kind of see. And that was, yeah, let, and, let's see, let's see, let, let, let me, let me try, let me try something. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, okay, pointing my hand to you, 
And, and I can say that you won a prize in the past. How did you do that? What is this? Excuse I me. Saw, <laughs> I saw the ribbon behind you, though. <laughs> the cosplay, right. the cosplay ribbon. <laughs> That's how I know. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, here, here. I got one. I got one. Okay, okay, all right, okay. All right, all right, watch, 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 watch. You have drawn paintings in the past. Whoa! How do you know that? You uh, have an art. How do you know that? <laughs> I see in you an artistic eye. Wow. <laughs> Remember there there was one uh we're going now from psychics to X-Men. <laughs> uh that, that YouTube there was a YouTube channel that that was saying I can like Dr. Xavier, I think it was. Oh, was it can, was it um was it Smosh or something? I think it was Smosh. <laughs> Shout out to Smosh. <laughs> oh, I miss you. I miss I miss old Smosh. That was fun. But you know, new mm -hmm. Smosh, you just keep doing you. No, oh, yeah. But um well, was it? I think they, they were like Dr. Xavier, like, I can read something from your mind. Okay, well, say it. Okay, um, you're a big fan of X-Men. And the other guy was like, whoa, and he has an X-Men t-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> was it X-Men or I thought it was, I thought it was like, I thought it was a rock band or something. I thought it was like, I, I, I don't remember if I remember this right, but I think. Oh, no, like, ACDC. I think it was oh, something like that. Oh, yeah. He's like, he's like you're a big fan of ACDC. And he's like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> the t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Um, I, I, I miss old Smosh like that. Though they were, that, yeah. was like, that was like our prime time, man. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the time when we were grow up. Uh, well, I, I do have one a small story for ex my experience. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, back then I was... Um, <clears throat> It's called like meeting the com the community where where I I moved back then, and uh, there was this lady that said, "Well, uh, I wanted to do networking, so I went to every booth of the event. I think it was like for Mexico Independence Day. I think it was something like that. Okay. So I was going to every booth and handing in like my my business card to exchange. I found this lady. She said she told me." Well, I am a child psychologist, I am an educational psychologist, and I can help from anything from traumas to this to that. I also can help you through cards and reading hands. So, <laughs> so you can see a better future. I was like, wait, you're saying you're a psychologist, but you read hands, you read the sphere, and you read the palm of my hand. Okay, come on. <laughs> how, how, how much did you, did you study? I asked her. And she said, oh, I did that one year. In one year, I was like, "You study psychology in one year?" Wow, that's a... I know actual psychologists from both education, from like family members who are from education, also from like for that help people that are in drug rehab. Yeah, and they have told me it is like between at least eight to ten years of your life. Yeah, that's a that's a but, big. So difference when the lady to... told me. So when the lady told me, like, uh, oh, I only did it for one year, I was like, okay, what's going on here? Like, how, how do you study one year, like 10-year program cramped into one year? And then you, for some reason, pass every test there was. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> but that, that's how you, like, you know they are trying to lie to you, right? Yeah.
it's and, some, some things are just easier to tell than others, right? Yeah, and then she told me about the card. She told me like the tarot, tarot, I think it's called. And she told me like each card had something, right? So I could view it and then give her the card. So I started looking at it, reading, change the card, change the card, and so on and so forth. And then I read it again to make sure if it was right, I was reading it right or not. Then I mm -hmm. gave her the card and she told me like just that random card. She told me, she told me, I can see that you have a lot of insecurities and you cannot decide yourself of what you are doing. And I'm like, how do you know that? Well, a big example right now, like of your insecurities is that you took way too much time to decide what card to, to choose. And I was like, I told her lady, I didn't take too much time to see what card to choose. I actually read pretty slow. So that's why I couldn't. <laughs> so that's why I couldn't give you the card very fast. <laughs> so uh, so I, it's, just, it's just like it's like you just pull a reverse on her. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, uh -huh, you are you are riding the trap. Like I'm a slow reader. That's why you cannot get that one on me. Oh my god, you know what? That just reminded me of that. It's like <laughs> you're like if you're if you do that and like <laughs> I think I saw this in like a, an old an old skit or something that like someone was someone was talking to a psychic and then she put out the cards and the dude's just kind of like staring at it. It's just like uh this one and it's like <laughs> oh I see <clears throat> your your hesitance with making decisions is kind of the reason why you are at a point in which you do not know what to do. And he's just like, no, I, I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically me. <laughs> That's basically the same scenario. <laughs> oh my God. I think that also reminded me of like another meme from like, uh, was that that old, that old kid's show, Arthur, where like his sister DW is trying to like run, is about to bother Arthur. him. And then his brew his- Arthur, Arthur, Arthur. That sounds familiar. You know, the, um, the aardvark one, the, he's like, wears a yellow sweater. Oh, the animal one, the yeah. animal hybrid thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like he had a, he was like, you know, he had a sign on his door and he's like, go away. And then his sister's like, hey, like, you know, he, she, she sees the door and it says, go away. And she's like, this scene, this sign means nothing to me because I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good for the character. And that became like a big meme because it'll just talk about like how some companies just ignore a rule or something. <laughs> it's just like. Oh, wow. Okay. It's just like, wow, oh, it spoke really true to modern times now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talking about memes, did, did you see like the most recent meme of uh, uh, who was it? There was uh, this politician. From Is it United Bernie States. Sanders? Bernie Sanders, yeah. <laughs> I saw one like he's like wrestling someone and like the wrestler guy is just screaming his ass out. I love all the memes of him like he's just sitting with his mittens somewhere on a chair and people yeah. have photoshopped it in like the funniest places. I was actually gonna make one, but like I didn't get a time to I, I was looking for, I was looking through like my entire database just to like find a good photo to use and I found a few good ones. So I was gonna edit those <laughs> and put those on later because those are just those are just so funny to me. <laughs> there was one that they are using uh Deadpool. Uh, another one where he is like fishing. 
uh, I think those are the ones that I know so far. <laughs> it is like, I'm it's... the wrestling guy. I'm the wrestling guy. <laughs> those are so good, actually. <laughs> it's like just memes like that that have like no meaning to it. I find those ones to be like the funniest because you could just put that on anything and it'll like it'll just work. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's pretty oh good. good. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the Bernie stuff again. That's so good. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Bernie stuff. It's just it's, a, it's such a simple thing too. It's just it's just he's just he's just cold. He's just sitting in a chair and he's just cold. His hands are just cold, so he's just wearing mittens, and then you just put him in all these weird scenarios. <laughs> Oh, and this this lady, like the lady that give him the mittens, yeah, she actually like she like people are start ordering her to make mittens for them. Like they are willing to pay that much. Oh my god, that's like that's marketing to like a whole different extent. <laughs> yeah, this lady has like a full her her knitting business is booming now, and she didn't even ask for it. <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's quite a good thing, right? So yeah, so good some, for her. Some, I don't know. Yeah, some, some I don't know success. her name, but good for you. <laughs> some good success out of just something so small, right? And that's the kind of that's a, I guess that's a, you can basically say what YouTube is about, like like mm-hmm. unex. I think that's early YouTube, like unexpected like success out of just the most like yeah. mindless things. That's how most of YouTube's we know to this day have been popular, right? That's how Nigahia. Oh yeah, got like the, the, the Smosh got big from the, from that. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, well, I don't know nowadays. I I guess nowadays you have to have the the business mindset there. But but the thing the thing is you have to actually start by passion because like people can notice when when you're just having like uh um a money piggy bank right there so people can just give you money for the sec- sake sake of it uh i think that's how you say it. yeah right yes yeah sake? yeah sake? yeah sake. <laughs> yeah for the sake for the sake of it there you go <laughs> How many years have I been living here and I still cannot pronounce those <laughs> words? <laughs> I've been here the majority of my life. I don't get it. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's all good. It's all good. Man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So like this, people build some channels used to make money out, out of it. Others like they make it from a passion or from the heart. And that's where you can see like the big difference. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think there's still a lot of a good passion driven from YouTube. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot more in the past now, though. I think I think the way modern YouTube rules now that it, that it has to be trending stuff. So people who do want who people who do end up big, they basically follow the like a sort of f- formula to a T. Right, right. And that's how they grow and be big really fast. They do all right. the trending stuff, right? They do like the weird challenges. They do they do the streaming. They do talk. They talk about certain things. And then people who do passion projects, you know, like they they still do well, but you know, they definitely still grow at a smaller pace because it's not what YouTube is targeting, like in the <laughs> general aspect. So 
it's not to say that it doesn't work, but it's just, I think you're just in for a long, you're just in for a more of an uphill journey. It's not, right. it's not impossible, but it's just more of a commitment that you have to make. Whereas opposed to seeing like a different YouTuber who like, you know, he'll follow all the trends and then he'll be big and then hit things like instantly, instantly one after another. But then it's also, it also revolves back to like, it's, it's, I think in this current times, it's, it's actually a bit less about YouTube now. It's a mm-hmm. lot more about, um it's a lot more about twitch these days twitch yeah yeah it's a lot so that that one twitch is like video games live stream that's the only thing i know yeah it's mo it's primarily gaming live stream but it's just i think it's just live stream generally but that is that (laughs) is where the big thing comes from i'm not big of a twitch person i only know because other people tell me i have people who like i have friends who do twitch streaming all the time but that is how a lot more people get big. They they work they live stream themselves playing the games, you know. Then they just record that footage. They put their highlights on YouTube, and then that hits and that gets big. And so it's like yeah. everything is very okay. linked to each other now. So it's not just like I think to I think the way it is is that if you're aiming to be big, you don't just aim for YouTube. You mm-hmm. aim for everything else. And then they all kind of go together and it's like, you know, it's not to say you can't just do YouTube. I'm like, if it's, I'm, I'm still kind of old fashioned. So I would rather just start just a YouTube thing just for the sake of it. Cause it's just, it more aligns with my own goals. Right. I don't want to just, I, I don't really see myself doing a lot of streaming and stuff unless, you know, this aren't, this podcast here becomes a bit bigger than we will start some streaming, but it's Mm -hmm. not really my primary a method i will you know it's just i want to I, I like i want to if i want to make videos because i like to do those i don't and i don't really want to let the fame thing get in my way so i'll do it because i want to so i don't necessarily have to like start streaming or something but it is it does become oh yeah it Definitely. does become an outside source that you'd resort to for like additional income because you know it's also the business mindset you you earn different sources of income so of course you get your Twitch stream money, you got your YouTube ad revenue, and you got all the other stuff like that put together. So it's just at the end of the day, it's just like another pillar of uh, income, really, is what you're thinking of, or <laughs> another pillar of exposure, basically. Hey, you got the words exactly right there. Yeah, that's just that's basically just what I've noticed in the in the modern day. That's just. First, for a group that, for like, you know, a generation where we just primarily grew up on one thing, like we just see people who go big from YouTube. Now everything's just flipped the switch so quickly. Now there's people who like are Instagram famous. There's people who like uh, are big on Twitter. There's, you know, big Twitch streamers mm-hmm. and the YouTubers are still around. They're still doing the thing. But now like everything's like, everything connects to one to the other. But, you know, that's why you always see a YouTuber be like, uh, make sure you follow my Instagram. Make sure you like my Twitter. I've been doing live streaming now on Twitch over. So it's like, they always link it all one way or another. So yeah. it's basically, it's not even about being a, just a YouTuber. Now you're just a social media influencer. Mm-hmm. It's true. Well, what happened to Google Plus? What happened to that? You know, I have no idea what happened to Google Plus. Maybe <laughs> I think it's still around, but I have. No, I'm gonna be honest. There I, was. I've only ever like used it once in like my life. <laughs> there, there was a small time there. Like I heard YouTubers say Google Plus. I never. I don't think I ever used Google Plus in my life. But I still remember YouTubers saying that Google Plus. <laughs> Yeah, and then there is what what they said. Uh, okay, there is Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, like for example, Nas Daily. 
he only uses uh, Facebook for his his stuff. Yeah, and that's how he got famous by only yeah. only Facebook. Uh, other people will take the videos and then put it on 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 YouTube and other other places, but he only uses Facebook. Yeah, right. That's, that's, the, that's the main thing for him. Yeah, he like his his thing runs from Facebook, but then people <laughs> share it, and then you know people see him from YouTube, but it's not it's his official account, and so that's why I think I, I think that's why a lot of people like the original content creators combat this by having that YouTuber. So like let's say if Nas actually cared about having his YouTube influence, then he would actually have a YouTube where he would put those videos on there. But, exactly. I mean, whether he has or not now, we, I don't actually know, but I just know that his biggest thing always has been Facebook. And Yeah, and, and I remember once he was saying his he's a story, and he said he didn't know, like when he started, he didn't know like how to do anything, video editing or anything like that. Yeah. So he just started one account in Facebook, and then he made uh, just a basic page. And I think it was like that. He made a page and then he just started recording like what we're doing. He just yeah. started recording in one platform. That's where he won. And maybe nowadays he has expanded, expanded. Uh, but uh, like, that's the main part where I, like I see his videos. Oh yeah. And, and then I think there are also some people who have Snapchat videos. Yeah. Yeah, there's also yeah. a big Snapchat. I find Snapchat a bit weirder though because that that is basically only temporary. So it's like it makes me weird to think how does someone become Snapchat famous if they're temporary? If it's like a bit more temporary, yeah. right? I, I don't I don't really know how how it works. Like when it not Snapchat got out, that's where like I guess I got stuck in in time, and then I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't move from there. <laughs> Yeah, no, you know, I it's I can't even blame you for that. It's very hard to get cu- to be like caught up on all the different things at once. Yeah. Like it's because just like I I was good on Facebook. Yeah, MySpace. Okay, I was good at that too. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that title. <laughs> <laughs> I was also Facebook, MySpace, Tumblr. Tumblr. That was be- that was before uh, before Instagram. <laughs> Uh, then uh what was the other one then instagram itself like yeah. okay i'm okay with that so so i guess or very yeah. good at it. it depends how you view it uh then then twitter i was okay with that i was good i understood how it worked at the time then a snapshot came in and then that's where you know, <laughs> i lost <laughs> <laughs> because i couldn't get it a snapshot came in and i couldn't get it yeah it's it's very it's 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 you know and for like when you for someone who's a bit like for a bit of an older demographic a bit of a more mid-gen dem- demographic like us like it is it's so it is very daunting to have all these things come at to us at once so like how you feel about snapchat is how i feel about tiktok tiktok well, TikTok, I kind of get it, right? Yeah, I, like no, yeah. I understand. I understand it, but it's just like, man, I just cannot find myself using it. Like, I know, I know, oh, yeah, I know, yeah. I know the reason why TikToks can be big because TikTok is easily shareable over to other places, and I see, mm-hmm. I see, I, I genuinely see some funny stuff over there too. But this also has its fair share of like, why is this on TikTok? Why did you need to put this on yeah. here? I have no idea what this is about. Yeah, I, I, I get. I guess maybe maybe it is easier for people. Because uh, I've seen, I've seen them. I've tried it myself once, or well, once or twice. I tried it myself, and it's actually like you just press some buttons, record it, and it's uploaded. Yeah, I think I think TikTok is 
very accessible it has a much more easy way of like kind of like putting things together like editing i think their editing is just a lot more fluid to say mm-hmm. and uh well for me at least for me because i mean we're like we're in the media world yeah uh for i guess for us sometimes it doesn't like really make sense because we can edit and do the same effects ourselves yeah. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes I was like, well, if I dance this, then I just look on YouTube because someone uploaded that video. <laughs> then right. I look at the video, then I do the steps and I edit it and then I upload it myself. <laughs> yeah. That's how it will go. <laughs> yeah, I think that's generally how pe- most people just treat it anyway. So I think it's because... I think it's because that is like TikTok and like stuff where meant to be accessible to everyone right mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. when you are someone who's a bit more professional in the editing side of course it's kind of just a little bit weird to you because now it's like well now anybody could be like a video editor or something but it's just like sure not exactly in the sense that we look for but like you know for basic stuff like this it's like well everyone can do this now so that's why it's so easily accessible and like you know it's great that's great for people to be able to do that you know just now this is a sort of way of like kind of like funnily in who how you how one defines themselves as so it's like i think it's like if i really wanted to uh, yeah i could just do a lot more tiktoks and stuff i wanted to and mm-hmm. and you know for all i know i i may i might in the future to do some like certain things like just a few shorts uh, short comedies and stuff too like uh, what i would originally plan on youtube back then is a lot easier to do and it would be a lot easier to do on tiktok now all right now that everyone is now everyone and their dog is doing like TikTok right now. That is, that is, <laughs> that is just un, inevitably the big thing. And that's just what you acknowledge, right? You just gotta accept that that's how, that is how it is now. And yeah, it is. That's how it is. And, um, and like, even in the world of music, like, well, every trend goes in. Like I remember back when the new wave of uh, mumble rap, yeah, started yeah. become like I know mumble rap it started like back 2010 or before that, um, but when it became strong and then became the rule for today's music, mm-hmm. because like you hear pop music and the majority is basically rap, right? Uh, but but they have come in some other genres like post disc, uh, post disco music, electronic. So it's been varied. But at first, the majority was just rap. Oh yeah, no, I remember. And I remember, I remember the day that it changed. I know six nine Takashi six nine became famous. Yeah. So he was around the news, but also like the moment I knew the genre or the style of music that went from like rock music or like new metal or metal music, then became a sort of electronic pop or well, not pop, electronic type of music, electronic hip hop. Then, like rap, that was when uh, the song uh, Girls Like You from Maroon 5 came in. Yeah. When I heard that song, I, like, I knew like the genre had changed. I think now, it's like... like... I think it's already shifted way before that even like I know I know like the whole mumble rap thing I know even just mumble rap I think just more like the rap hip hop culture has already been mm-hmm. around for a while but if I think like um uh I think I'd say like what as of recently more there's been a lot more of a jump in the uh EDM genre like electronic dance music there's a mm-hmm. lot more of that now cuz I mean like I feel like I think just pre before covid happened there's like a lot more a lot more 
people who are getting into like raves and like a lot of music festivals have been a big thing with like people of our age, like our millennial and the Gen Z age. That's been the big thing that I've seen a lot. Yeah, EDM is definitely a huge one, but you know, to say that, you know, stuff like um, rap and stuff is still prevalent. Like there's, there's certain yeah, things yeah, that just and, jump over, but and, I will, and, I will say like, I really like, um, I really like when stuff like, um, what's it, what's it like? more classical more like classic jazz or like funk comes back oh, in that that, that is the stuff i love the most like i really loved when bruno mars started getting funky and it was just like ooh, ooh. that one's it good does, yeah it does it does well but i think i appreciate everything else as a whole for providing a whole different sense i used to be very <laughs> against like different sense of edm or something i feel like it was just kind of like it's just kind of like it just sounded a lot more like noise back then, but now, like when you when you're older, <laughs> it's like it's it, you know that's how you are. Now I wonder what you would have said of, about the music I listened back then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really didn't have anything. But when, it's, it's basically because when you're a teenager, you tend to be a bit more like angsty towards other things over others, right? And so that's yeah, just yeah, kind of, yeah. that's just sort of an age thing. So as you once you once you already grow up and go past that, you 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 start to appreciate certain things for how they are. So now I understand mm -hmm. why EDM is very good for what it is. It is like the D is like the DJ his like he is doing the work as we go along and that is like really commendable. Like he is making him he is making it as we go or something. And he is like matching right, this right. out and he's really basing it on people's like hype and rhythm and i find that to be super cool and stuff right so that's just that's just kind of an example of how you just how you just kind of appreciate things for what they are now right it's true it's true and uh well i also like uh for the fact nowadays they well it became first like like i said it was rap but yeah. then afterwards there was another shift like but it has become faster i noticed the shift becomes faster oh, like yes. you said there was there is edm right or like i identify like a lot of the songs I identify they sound quite like disco type of thing type of style and the thing about those ones they be, they mix the hip-hop lyrics with disco oh it yes. isn't it isn't like the sound of disco anymore with lyrics disco style it's like hip-hop with disco and funk mixed together like that oh yeah i love that the most i love when they're able to incorporate different genres together because it's such a cool aspect it's something mm -hmm. you never see before and when it and they mix it well it it really goes well and it's just like oh, this, yeah. is, this is totally like you just created like a sub-genre of music now and it's like it's mm -hmm. just it's and really it, cool and i really appreciate like uh, lofi hip-hop yes yes I lofi is the best I appreciate that because like uh, there are some lofi rappers that are there they are quite good but the one that became mainstream was uh, forgot I forgot his name but like the title is deathbed oh. uh, um oh, powwow powwow poo -woo, something oh. like that oh I feel I know I heard the deathbed before but i, I just don't can't remember stay awake for too long oh oh um uh uh pow fu pow fu was it pow fu <laughs> pow wow pow wow the lyrics was like what uh i don't want to fall asleep i don't want to pass away so something like i don't want to pass away 
Yes. Oh, yes and like yes, the, the stories with a girl like, don't stay awake for too long. Don't go to bed. I make a cup of coffee for your head. Yes. So yes. So oh my God. I hear this song yeah. all the time. So for radio. me, for me, that one. So for me, that one, uh, that's at least for me, identify it as lofi hip hop. Yeah. And I think he's like, uh, I know they are more legit lofi hip hop rap- rappers. Yeah. Rappers. But I think uh, this guy like nailed the pace. It's like a slow, it's simple. If you remove like the lyrics in the in the in the voice, you can still enjoy that that sound, like the instrumental. Yeah, it's a really very somber, chill instrumental. And then like the lyrics itself mm-hmm. has a whole different meaning. It's just like, oh my god, this is kind of dark. <laughs> oh no, I know, but but that's one of the things like me coming from a rock uh, or heavy metal world yeah. right a lot of modern heavy metals they have to become stronger and darker and darker which i'm okay with that but i kind of go against because like the more like the more they they try to be more extreme like they're just like screaming more and then the lyrics you don't truly understand anymore right yeah because back uh, before until like new metal was there like a lot of people they say like it's garbage Mm-hmm. but um my point of view they were experimenting and out of there they came out some good bands lincoln park definitely right yeah yeah corn the ones who like basically set the genre that's one of them uh static x um that's another genre but they experimented more with uh, electronic music and all the stuff yeah so so those groups like those three groups like or four groups they are pretty good like a lot of bands came out of there pretty good and um for me the major thing that influenced me about like metal or rock music was the lyrics right yeah and uh something i haven't heard in a long time was like strong uh lyrics i mean as like i mean as like seriousness right yeah so you have the background of the girl like saying oh please uh, stay awake right yeah the actual song is really says nothing it's basically like you could wake up for breakfast and someone's giving you a coffee right yeah but then when you mix that with with the guy who's like seeing his last moments it could be last moments of life it could be symbolism of like of a breakup depending on you right yeah it could be the last time you will see that best friend of yours something like that Mm-hmm. it could be many options but now when you combine those two things it becomes this like deep uh, either dark or sad thing or emotional that that hits the heart hard to any level of mindset mm-hmm. so that's something i really liked about that song like i was like wow okay this is pretty good like it's a pace i can follow uh, it is maybe rap, but still enjoyable enough, like for like everyone to sing. Yeah. So, so like for me as a person of rock music, coming from rock music, I appreciate that quite a lot. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And and I'm saying that he the that guy is the only best one. Not there are various ones like Billie Eilish. A goddess for me, like yeah, right she's there, been like, she's been really putting that out there for someone who's like younger than us too. She's like really hitting the game strong, and that's like that's just all my respect to her, really. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Like uh, she does, or she puts the lyrics the way she wants, and 
and I like that. Like again, same thing. Like she has put serious stuff on on that. Like in her famous song "Bad Guy," like you can laugh at it, right? If you re- re- read the lyrics, like uh, you can you can see the perspective. Like, hey, I'm a strong woman, one way, right? Yeah. Um, or is used basically as some making laughing at at you, like. Like, hey, maybe I look cute, but I'm stronger than than I look like. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I I really like I really like when like an artist puts in a message with their song. Like Billie Eilish does be a good example. The other song that I really liked from her a lot was um, what's it called? <clears throat> it was called uh, "What You Wanted," like everything I wanted. One one of those <laughs> two, but like that song is basically. A response to how she feels about her success and everything and the way i think the way she described it is that like even this could be this is what people think it is but to her it's like it, it this isn't actually what she wanted like it's right. like yes i think she she said there's basically there was a lot more to her what she wanted out of this rather than just the success and everything right and i was just like i found that really relatable um another another guy who did it what was his name uh, he used to be a lot more relevant a few years ago. Um, but do you remember uh, Macklemore? Macklemore, that sounds he, familiar. He did like the thrift shop song. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he did thrift shop. <laughs> that was like, did, like 2000 what? 2014? 2014? 14, yeah, 14, 13. Yeah. I don't remember off the top of my head, but he he like that when I when I like you know you thought that was just a like kind of like a funny music video and stuff when you thought but when you heard his message it's like um clothes like clothes branding isn't like it's just whatever you know like exactly um, what's I I think he said it in the song but it's just like he's basically putting out the message like you know like whatever clothes you spend like you're basically you're paying like a lot for like mm-hmm. a shirt with like the gucci name on it yeah like, like and, and actually and, and actually for me like mm-hmm. uh like the point of view like i agree with that point of view because it's kind of mine like uh, there is a saying in my family that um i will say in spanish and then i'll translate it tu yeah. puede ser pobre pero no significa que tienes que vestirte mal you can be poor, so the the saying is like you can be poor, but that doesn't mean you have to dress badly. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely so, oh, for real. Like yeah. So you you can be like the most elegant person in the world without spending like one thousand dollars. Like hey, if you have one thousand dollars, like out and you really don't need it because you're a billionaire, like okay, fine, you can do that luxury, right? But it doesn't mean you actually need to spend it on that. Oh yeah, no, totally, and that, and that was the whole thing that like that that song itself was about, and I really like that, and it really reflects on like certain people you see who are like successful. I think the biggest, my biggest two examples you can see are like um, Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Like these guys are like Mark Ju- Mark Zuckerberg dresses just as normally as like you and I would, but you know he's like right. one of the most successful, like richest, like biggest people in the world. But that's just like he never wanted he didn't he doesn't aim for like the rich life and stuff like he well not okay not rich life but he doesn't dress (laughs) like it he just that's not his that's not his thing of course you see other people artists who dress like who will who will dress like they just came like they were like 
<laughs> you'll see a, you'll see like a rap artist who dresses like he sh- he just jumped out of a gold mine or something <laughs> yeah. but it's like it's like you know that's just that's just like a that's just like i think like that's just a way of expression like the, mm-hmm. he, he they are <laughs> well they can basically do dress however they want they have that finance. yeah, yeah. So they have that success well, for it right a, a lot of the times it's like how okay my song is good but like uh, like visually how am i going to get the attention right yeah and and if we if we go about like the jewelry and the exaggerated things the grills and everything like that yeah it's just for the attention yeah there was a there was a time maybe like the the like rappers from before the the last era or the classic era from rap maybe those ones they say well i was poor i was from a ghetto and now i have the the means to actually have this so i'm gonna express myself and they bought all that jewelry right yeah so that's fine that's them but nowadays like well like uh, back then they couldn't make fake jewelry so much yeah so like nowadays you could buy a fake jewelry like even in a costume store and then have it right oh yeah um but like i think nowadays it's more about um about like getting the attention like your image yeah I think it's a bit it's a bit more of a I'd hate to say it's a bit it's a bit more shallow to say in these in these Mm. current times but I mean like that's just kind of how things are now but some there are I I do appreciate that there are still you know there that there are us out there who aren't exactly about that or expressing or they express in a more unique sense I think if we brought it back to Billie Eilish you know she just she's not like you know she's not like she like for a female and like compared to like you know most female celebrities they dress like super high end and super hot like you know like supposed to be very beautiful models and then you look billy eilish and she literally says like i don't give a damn yeah she she actually dresses the opposite like to like she brings attention by not actually dressing to her figure yeah it's like she doesn't conform to society's standards and it's just like i was the first time i saw her i was like yes finally where have you been all my life <laughs> yeah like this girl is like way smarter than than we give her credit for oh yeah no no she is pretty smart she is pretty smart like the the lyrics i know that her brother helps her with production yeah i don't know if she writes with her brother the lyrics but well like hey the lyrics are good the lyrics are different subjects is different mm-hmm. and um yeah, I remember it reminds me like with this group Ann Wood. That was like a South South African group. Like a duo. Like they do different things. Or from Russia, there is a, a group called Little Big. And yeah, then yeah. um and and then uh like Little Big their anthem is basically like punk is not dead. And they explain in one entry, punk is not dead. It actually evolved, right? Uh, yeah, and so yeah. a lot of the times they just make hilarious, hilarious, um, hilarious songs. Like uh, one that is called I'm Not an Alcoholic, right? Uh, there is one like called uh, Banana. And basically like the whole lyric is like, uh, I'm gonna make you go bananas. It's like I'm gonna make you go crazy. Yeah, yeah. And and they just show absurd things. Like for example, like got, uh, people like getting giant bed breadcrumbs from a pigeon with arms. 
and the pigeon is throwing the breadcrumbs at <laughs> the people, right? And, and then there is a guy actually playing a piano, and when they zoom out, it's actually another person laying down, and that's the piano. Oh my god! So like, they are pretty weird things, and I quite love like about that. So they describe that being punk, the new version of punk, right? It's interesting. Wow. Yeah, they, there is another one um, that I love a lot. Uh, I forgot the name, but basically in the music video, he sings about, uh, let's say, um, give me a brand of perfume, Polo? Polo? Polo uh, something like that? Uh, Chateau, 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 and the guy gets out, he sprays the, the perfume like with the, the little uh, squeegee thing, like far, like, right? And then he starts his song and it's just like random words. And, uh, and he will say like things in Spanish, like, Zarabosa, la boca de la coca, and so far and so forth. <laughs> like you, you will make fun of it. Like in the music video, he's basically like, they are making fun of uh, the brands of perfumes because yeah, yeah. the perfumes, they're basically for males, at least yeah. for men. They are the hottest guys in the world. They are running, they put the perfume and they get the girl, like things like that. <laughs> but in this one, he puts the perfume, he goes to a retirement home. Yeah. <laughs> and all the elderly women are just, or retired women are just like, like loving him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he goes to he goes like in the whole music video like he he gets a portrait down like he is really skinny and then there is this woman he he, he has a crush on him so much he makes him like ripped like like six-pack abs all like epic he goes to the beach and uh, and gets to a bodybuilding competition and then there are these guys actual bodybuilders mm -hmm. they fail the competition and then there is this skinny guy like the guy with the who put the perfume on <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and like, like yeah. he won the competition like all the ladies <laughs> shows him right yeah and the other guys are just like watching oh okay i should learn from him <laughs> <laughs> but either way at the end he just goes back to the car, puts perfume again, and shows like this, like, uh, and then he says the title, the title, right? Yeah. And then suddenly you realize the whole music video is actually an advertisement for the perfume. Oh, so it will clever. say like, uh, and it's kind of Sarabosa or something like that. Sarabosa and then Sarabosa, right? Yeah. The title. Yeah. And then Andre is like, he says, La Boca de la Coca. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like that's basically like i know it sounds funny in spanish it just like it means in spanish la boca de la coca means like the mouth of cocaine so for me it's hilarious like, because it doesn't make sense okay <laughs> so like you know the, the perfume is just like a lie and then you're just like <laughs> <laughs> like that but either way the whole is that thing why it attracts people like he know. just puts himself in cocaine and all the girls who are just like mm. I don't know. 
I don't know, but the whole thing about that it was that they were making fun of the perfume industry. Yeah. They just turned. They made a whole song about that, and they just made fun of the whole perfume industry for men. Like, like they they showed like, oh, just to just because I wear a perfume doesn't mean like other people, other women cannot be attracted to me. Could be older, but <laughs> but it's just hilarious. Like everyone has their choice, you know. Like, yeah, no, it's a good message. That's a there's a there's a. <laughs> There's a good meaning behind that. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just hilarious. Like, like there are so many things. There is another one where, like, uh, where, like, they're just like crossing their arms, like back and forth, and that's how they walk, like all uh, around. Like, yeah, they just yeah, walk like that. Oh my god, that is strange. <laughs> I have to show you, like, uh, like, and if people, if people are listening, like look for little big like again this is a group from russia like from russia and they are incredible like there are some songs that okay i don't get them but the majority of them they are quite quite good and just like if you want to laugh that i i go for them oh okay mm -hmm. interesting uh russian band okay i'm just taking a quick I'm just taking a quick look at there. Oh my god, they quite they have quite the title names of their songs. They have Tacos, Hypno Dancer. <laughs> Hypno Dancer is good. Hypno Dancer is good. Sirenju <laughs> is like basically like they are doing like the heist. Yeah. Like uh, Ocean's Eleven or something like that, and yeah. and a guy starts dancing and hypnotizes everyone with the dance. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's that's pretty relevant. <laughs> So what other titles do they have? Like, um, they had the one that I'm scared to say on this podcast. <laughs> okay, don't say it. Don't say it then. Uh, they also have sk Skibidi. Skibidi. That one. That's the one with the cross arms. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. Every day I'm drinking. Give me your money. <laughs> Rave on bananas. Um. With Russia from Love, okay, that's one from them. Uh, what other? Um, yeah, they're like I'm. I'm okay. That's the one. Oh, okay, okay. That's the one from like I'm okay. I'm not alcoholic. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, they 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 have a lot of ones. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like so, I highly suggest that, like, to expand our worldview. Like, they have good songs. All right, all right. Oh, good yeah. songs. Is there any good songs from Vietnam, right? Do you do you know any good songs from oh, Vietnam? Oh, I am I am so out of I am so out of <laughs> I I have not connected with like Vietnam music in the last Okay, time. Uh, how about like, uh, Asia in general? Like that that you suggest? Um I'd still say there's a lot of different like um as cheesy it is. There's still a lot of K-pop songs with some good meaning. I know BTS is like they have oh, BTS whole, is the big thing like, like yeah they are the like, big thing they have a lot of songs yeah. a lot a lot of their songs have like messages about they have a full album about uh you learning to love yourself and, it's, and be who you are as a person I thought that was really good there's stuff nice. like on about I don't exactly remember but basically but a lot of their recent work has been about them uh what's it what's what's it what's it say they're 
they're embracing mental health and like how people should like be very on mm-hmm. about like you know accept that not everyone is perfect but you know like their yeah their love yourself was one of the big examples be like before you love anyone love yourself and stuff first and you know That's those true. are really good messages for what they were but even their older song was a lot about rebelling against the um about against society's norms like you know be who you want to be and stuff like that <laughs> funny enough they are industrialized i believe <laughs> because yeah. i i well, know sort i of. know they're they, they are like well i don't know them in specific yeah, yeah. but i know that uh, i read somewhere and i saw a video somewhere that south korea has a k-pop school the whole so, indus- it's a whole industry that's basically formulaic it's like kind of like mm-hmm. um you don't people who want to be for it they sign up for that and they go through like this tough training regime regime and then only the best ones get selected and then put into groups and then that's and then you know the that music is already stuff they have to train like crazy they have to stay in like perfect shape have like you know their face altered or hair match to be like these perfect idols and stuff and that's kind of the general term i think the reason bts stands out so much is because they actually aren't as far as i know most of all of their faces are like actually natural they 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 are that's like their natural born face they actually have their studio um big hit is actually an independent studio like independent producer so wow this producer this producing studio is specifically just for just them and i know they started getting more other groups in but it was always about bts where so they actually cared for them like they were people and i know with like <laughs> most most other k-pop groups they wouldn't really write the songs it's mostly like you know high music producers do it but but like for bts they wrote they wrote their own songs they wrote and produced and even like did that for themselves so it's like that's kind of the one of the reasons why they stand out so much as a group they are basically a a standout to the to the norms of the that industry hey i basically follow all those people well bts i need to listen to them i haven't listened at all to them so i'm behind that yeah. <laughs> i'm quite behind on that side um but for me, like uh, rock music continues, mm-hmm. like it has, it's going to evolve and all the stuff. But like nowadays, those are the new rebels. Like that's the new rebel music. Like people like it, but that's the new rebel music. Oh yeah, and it has to come to different manners. As long as they don't follow the same standard, like every now and then, sure, everyone is going to talk about the party, the hot girl or the hot guy, right? and how that far is going to be awesome because they love that person that that person loves them back yeah so that standard like yeah we get it it's going to happen every now and then oh yeah of course but like when they actually do what you said like when they talk about mental health or they talk about real issues happening around that's pretty cool that's where i follow them because that's getting outside of the norms of what music should be yeah absolutely and like any sort of music like that is always welcome so i'm like <laughs> with that being said i'm very excited for what's to come and also with that i think we pretty much hit a good time right now here so all right would that, mean, would, would, would that mean like a future rnt album somewhere there 
yeah yeah you know what yeah oh, make sure you follow our make sure you follow our uh our spotify maybe we'll put drop, <laughs> maybe we'll drop a mixtape in there <laughs> okay but, yo here is thomas talking about <laughs> yeah but um i mean we'll we might try dropping these on podcast but i think with that being said um thank you again roy it was a good this was a pretty good turnout for for something we just literally thought about on the spot yeah yeah well we we thought to be more about the funny part but i think we got the de- derail from funny a little, to more a little, a little less funny but definitely a lot more thinking on the spot so i think i think mm-hmm. we got a good job, uh, job there but um with that being said uh thank you guys again for listening and uh we will see you guys in the next one thank you take care all Bye.